everyone. My name is Quinn, and welcome to my podcast, On My Mind. Today, we have a very special guest with us, Mrs. Willie, who is a student support specialist and my social-emotional learning teacher. Thank you for being here today. Would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners and share, th- share with us the work you've done or knowledge you have about this topic of mental health? Yeah, so my name is Miss Woolley, Mrs. Woolley, um, and like Quinn said, I am one of our student support specialists at ASA, which means that I meet with students one-on-one who need additional um, emotional, social, mental support while at school and help guide them to resources to work on their mental and uh, emotional health, as well as teaching social emotional learning to middle schoolers, so grades five through eight now this year. Um, So that is my role at ASA, and I do come from a background in psychology. That's what I studied at Arizona State University and what my degree is in. So I have been learning a lot about mental health since 2013 um, and now using that information that I learned and those skills I've learned to apply them to my work here at ASA. Thank you for sharing that. I'm so excited to have this opportunity to meet with you today and ask you some questions. I know your answers will be very important to me and the listeners too. So our first question is, what do you think the biggest problem with mental health in school is and how would you fix it? Yeah, so I have a couple thoughts on this question. I think part of it is um, a general lack of education and support for students and their mental health within schools. I think ASA has taken a step in the right direction this year with having a student support department and um, a social emotional learning class. But I think overall, even nationally and globally, that we can dedicate a lot more resources into bringing this education and support to schools. So um, beyond what we do in SEL and learning about our emotions and regulating them, I think that younger generations have access to a lot of information now, usually online as the biggest source. And what I see from my students is an eagerness to learn more about topics within mental health. Um, So I think more thorough education when it comes to talking about specific mental disorders and illnesses and what they look like and how to Um, reach out for help and get treatment when needed are really important, especially um, coming from a a professional educator standpoint, because the internet can have lots of misinformation out there, Um, but it's also a great tool. So I want our students and younger generations to be prepared with accurate information so that they can um, best have the tools and information to help themselves. So I think some more thorough education on mental illness and disorder and how to work through those issues is really important, Um, as well as just bringing in more support systems into the school. So we have our team here, but we're a department of two people. Plus, we have a college counselor, but she really specializes in college counseling. So we're a department of two people. So um, there's a lot that goes into funding and resources to get people like us into the schools. But I think the more we can prioritize that in each school and increase those resources, having a bigger team of people with more time and availability um, to be there for our students would be really helpful.
Yeah, I agree. Those are some things, too, that I notice. And then our second question is, do you have any tips for students on dealing with school and stress and, like, friends? Yeah, so there's a lot of aspects when it comes to dealing with school, like you mentioned, socially and um, academically. So I think a big thing, my first thought is to find your support system school and that can mean a lot of things that can mean academic supports whether that's reaching out to your teachers and your teaching team um, for extra support um, whether it's finding a, a good group of friends that you think have a positive influence on your life because um, I know especially middle school and high school it's a hard time to navigate peer relationships um, so something I see a lot is the difficulty students have navigating those. So I think finding your support system in the sense that finding the people at school, adults and your peers who um, bring positivity into your life and focusing a lot of energy into those relationships and knowing who's there for you when you need some extra support because we don't have to face everything alone, right? Whether it's being stressed over a test or an assignment or just needing someone to talk to for the day, um, we don't need to carry those burdens alone. And so identifying who's there for us in um, all of those aspects within our school system is really important for students. Um, and my second piece of advice is really prioritizing um, your mental, physical, and emotional health over just academics and school performance. Because I know my experience, especially with ASA students, is that you guys are really high achievers and you're involved in lots of things and you want to excel at all of those things, which I admire about all of our students. But sometimes the other aspects of us as people can kind of fall to the wayside. Um, so finding ways to prioritize some self-care, taking breaks when we need to, knowing when to reach out for support or take a break from work or what assignments and schoolwork are okay to let go for the moment um, is really important for, for students who are in school and navigating your mental health because at the end of the day, what matters is you guys and your well-being. And you also can't perform to the level that you'd like to if, if you're not taking care of yourself. Um, so in addition to finding out who your support is and who you can lean on for some extra help, I think also knowing when to take a step back from schoolwork and prioritize your whole self as a person um, over just being a student and your role in the academics. Yeah, I agree. It's definitely hard as a student when you're trying to balance keeping your grades up and trying to keep everybody in your life happy, especially like if you're dealing with friends who like, I like you, but you're not, like, you don't make me that happy. So, yes, I definitely agree. That's and, a delicate balance. Yes. And then my third question was, what are the biggest mistakes that students make that negatively negatively affect their mental health? Yeah, I think it's hard to, to use the word mistakes because um, we can always learn from different experiences, and sometimes we just need help kind of realizing what better choices to make. But some of the main things that I see, especially with students who are still in school, um, in middle school and high school, some big things are for sure procrastination. And I know I was guilty of that as a student as well, even as an adult. Um, but because there's a lot of pressure students put on themselves to exceed academically and in the arts, um, 
there's a lot going on. Sometimes we sign up for, for too much for one person to do. Um, and it, it just kind of mounts up to be really stressful. And then we start to put things off because they're really stressful. So managing how much we're taking on and being realistic about what's sustainable for us and trying to keep on top of um, some sort of schedule or deadlines to help. It can be really helpful for us because I know from personal experience, putting things off is very easy to do, but then that leads to a lot of stress. And um, when things all pile up at once, that's when it's really overwhelming and it feels like we can't do any of it. Um, And I think the other two things are kind of general life things, but I think it affects our mental health a lot. Lack of sleep is really big for a lot of students. Um, and our brains are still developing right now. Our bodies are still growing. There's a lot our brains have to do. So when we're not getting enough sleep, it affects us in a lot of major ways, not just with um, how we're performing in school, but our mood, how we can interact with others. Um, so that ties back into taking care of like our physical well-being, right, and how important that is. Um, and the third thing I think is our use of the internet and screen time. I think it can be a great way to kind of disconnect from from some stressors and find some like temporary relief and joy and the things we like, our favorite shows, a fun website, scrolling through TikTok, whatever it is. But at the same time, there's a lot of um, negative things that are out there on the internet that also have a big impact on our mental health. Um, whether that's the type of accounts we follow and what we're seeing. I like to tell students a lot of times, if you pass an account or a post that makes you feel bad in some way, to unfollow the account or use the features that say, I'm not interested in this because um, just like with anything, there's there's good and bad sides to it. And I think that um, with the pandemic and being home a lot and relying on being online for so many things, um, we've all gotten used to being online a more. I know that now I sit at home and I'm not only watching TV, but I'm scrolling on my phone to look at things. And um, we can see how much that's changed our patterns and behaviors. So I think being really mindful of not only how much time we're spending online, but what it is that we're taking in. Because whether we're aware of it or not, it's having some sort of an impact on mental and emotional health. Yeah, and I like the word being mindful of the surroundings and just making sure you're doing things that make you happy and not things that make you upset. And I guess my fourth question kind of ties into the third, but how would you recommend a student keep their mental health happy and positive? Yeah, this one tied in a lot to me for advice with students navigating school. I think um, a lot of my answers are pretty similar. I think... Uh, we talk about support systems in school, but in general, identifying your support systems in your life, um, who that is in your family, in your friend group and relationships, um, further support, it, like resources that we have at school, for example, or um, broader mental health services, knowing what supports are available to you um, is really important because you know who's there to reach out to, what you can do at those times that you can help. Uh, again, prioritizing our mental, physical, and emotional health. That's the same thing as for students, for anyone. Um, you can't have a great mental health if you're not taking care of other aspects of yourself as well. Um, but the last part is is 
removing the pressure to have a consistently positive mental health is really important. I think um, sometimes when our mental health isn't doing as well, if we're feeling down, um, if we're struggling, we tend to compound that with some guilt and beating ourselves up for feeling that way. So I think it's really important to give ourselves some grace and compassion when we're struggling um, and reminding ourselves that it's it's normal, it's okay to struggle, that everyone has struggles. It's mental health isn't clear, right? We're, we're flexing up and down, um, not always happy, we're not always sad. Um, so reminding ourselves of that, having some more realistic expectations for ourselves so that we're not adding to that, the pressure of being happy um, and positive all of the time is really important. And that it's okay to ask for help in those times that we are feeling that we're struggling because that's often the kindest thing that you can do for yourself is, hey, it's, so, it's okay that I'm not okay right now, um, but I'm gonna get myself the help that I deserve. Yes, I definitely agree. Just making sure that you know when like to ask for help and making sure you're taking care of your entire self and normalizing that sometimes you're just gonna have a bad day and like you can't be happy and positive like 24 7. And then my last question was um, how would you recommend students and people in general ask for help? Yeah I wanted to be specific with this question about students at ASA. Um, I think that the easiest frontline of support is often our teachers. That's who we see every day and have the most interaction and relationships with. Um, so a great first step is reaching out to your teacher, finding whoever that is on your teaching team that you feel really comfortable with or you feel like you have a connection with. Um, you can always have a small chat at the end of class or send them an email and ask for a time to talk. Um, and whether or not you need to have a conversation with that teacher, they can always help guide you towards the other resources on campus, which would then also be the student support services team, which is myself and Miss Bianco and Miss Wakeford, uh, who's our college counselor. Um, but we're that next level of support. So either teachers can help guide you to us, or we have our forms that are available. Um, or our emails that are open. So anytime you fill out a student meeting request form, which all of your teachers have, or you email us directly, we can set up a time to talk. Um, and we do that one-on-one in a private setting to talk through anything that's in your mind. Um, and we also have the ability to guide you towards resources if there's something outside of our scope um, that you need support with. So that includes mental health services like counseling, and treatment and referrals to those services um, so students are also like feeling like hey I think it'd be really helpful for me to have like a therapist to talk to regularly but I'm not sure how to start that process that's something that Miss Bianco and I can also help with and we can get that information to students and their families so that as a family you can make those decisions and have um, all the information you need to get to that next step for resources um, and then the last part is like our personal relationship, family and friends, knowing who those people are that we feel supported by and comfortable reaching out to and just knowing that it's okay to be honest and say to those people, hey, I think I'm struggling right now and I think I need some extra support. Can I talk to you about this thing? 
and they might not have all the answers, but just knowing who those people are that we can kind of tag in for some extra support is really important uh, in asking for help because it can be really difficult to ask for help. Uh, but it's okay too. And so identifying those areas, teachers, the student support team, your close family and friends, knowing who those people are um, is really important to have so that when you're feeling like you're at that point, like I think I'm at the point where I can't handle this on my own, here's the people that I'm gonna reach out to. Yes, and I definitely enjoy knowing that there is a place at school that I can go to if I do need help. And knowing that I have friends that that I can go to and family members that I can go to. And um, on behalf of myself and our and the listeners, I want to thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your experience with the topic of mental health. And that's all for our episode today. And you can tune in next week for my live episode where I'll be recording my final podcast episode in front of the panel of my teachers and family. Thank you.